Thank you for joining me on the Terry Minor International Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Terry Minor Jr., and let's get into it. It's not a burden. It's not an obligation. It's, it, praise God for it. We get to live by faith. We get to go to church. We get to tithe. We get to sow. We get to reap. We get to stay focused and not be distracted and see what God said in our lives. Amen. Thank God I got a revelation of get to tithe. My mama told that story so many times for years. When I was a little kid, I did not want to give up my dollar. I wanted to hold on to all 10. She said, Terry, God is letting you keep it 90%. <laughs> amen. So get her revelation to tithing. Amen. So do you have that written down? Mark 5. Write this down. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, which says what? You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in the body. So that's the real us. The real us. Say, that's the real me. You see, the real us is who we have to tap into while we're on this planet called Earth. When God looked up and he saw darkness, what did he say? Light be. Right? Well, what could have been the distraction? God surrounded by nothing but darkness. What well, looked like it was just darkness all around him, yet he didn't move, wasn't moved by the distraction. He said, no, light be. But even God could not have said light be if he wasn't light. How did he, how did, how did he exercise, demonstrate, and show us the way? By talking who he really is, not what it looks like. The real you, who are you? You are the healed. We are the healed. We are the blessed. We are the made whole. God didn't look up at, thank God he didn't look outside and say, boy, it sure is dark out here. It'll be dark all day and night. It'll just be night. Amen. His light lit it up. His light. Because he didn't create the, the, the sun, moon, stars, or, or none of that stuff to the fourth day. That first, so that first day light was his glory. It was himself. Amen. So he said what he really was and is, which is light. So therefore, he could say, light be. That's how you can say, I'm healed. No, I'm strong. My strength is renewed. I'm well in the name of Jesus. So now, if, for those who are at Mark 5, if, if you're at Mark 5, say amen. Verse 24 in the New King James, it says, well, no, let's go to verse 21. Now, when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him. And he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her that she may be healed and she will live. Praise God. Amen. Verse 24. So Jesus went with him. Say, Jesus, Jesus. went with him. 
And a great multitude followed him and thrown him. Verse 25. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and has suffered many things from many physicians. She has spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. Verse 27. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Verse 29. Immediately. Say immediately. I can just stop right there, but I can't because we don't have time. I can give you a whole two, four, five CD series on just that word right there. How come our faith can't be right now? How come we can't have immediately faith? Not, he may lay my hands, I might, might not, I might hope, I may receive this healing when they lay my hands, I might, I might not, it may, it may be a process. No, why not right now? I said, why not right now? Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Verse 30. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? He didn't say it quietly. It was over. Look, what is a multitude? It said a multitude thrown him. A multitude is any number over 100. Any number over 100 is a multitude. And Jesus had to yell, who touched my clothes? Verse 31. But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. What do we see? Jesus walking. Now imagine this. Come here, Pastor Eric. Imagine this. Do you know what thronging actually looks like? You know, sometimes we read these scriptures all quiet, don't we? We like all this is all quiet, and they're just walking, just going. Now I'm not going to throng you like how they was, but you got to pretend that I was that, that. Okay, so if he's walking, if Jesus is walking like you know, he, he, Jesus was not able to walk like this in that moment because over a hundred people were pulling and thronging on him every step he took. So you just walk that way like I'm throwing you. So if I'm pulling you, but you got to be all, you know, Pastor Eric, look, see, you, if I'm throwing you all over oh, the place, right? Every step, come on. If I'm, if I'm throwing him and he's walking and his disciples and bodyguards and trying to uh, keep people away, and he's walking. Thank you, y'all. Give God, come on, y'all uh, uh, give it up for Pastor Eric. Amen. So if he's walking and he's being thrown all over and people are pulling on him, how can only, how can over 100 people pull and press on him, but only one person leave changed? I have a revelation concerning that that people have not talked about. I, I, I haven't heard it yet. As we talked about only people, those so close can touch Jesus. That's not true because everybody can touch Jesus. But everybody won't leave changed. How will everyone leave changed? It's because maybe the case is everybody is not touching him in faith. That's how people can go to church. And still leave the way they came in. He said it's according to your own faith that it's going to be to you. So if you want to lead change, you bring your faith. You bring your expectancy. And you, and, and you say, no, I'm going to receive it today. As you just heard and, and saw in verse 24, put that back up. Verse 24. Verse 24. Let's read it together. Mark 5, 24. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now let's read it. So Jesus went with him and the great multitude was what? Thrown him. Now let's go to verse 28. 
First, it said, amongst who's thronging him. Sometimes it may look like, you know, he's way out there and, and it may not be accessible, but you got to make a choice right now because faith is now. Verse 28. Now, let's read it. For she said. Stop. She said it. For she said it. She still said it after so many years of being told we don't know what else to do. You're running out of your funds. You're running out of your finances. You're not allowed to appear in all these areas anymore. But yet she still said. All those distractions didn't stop her from making the decision to say, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to touch and I'm going to receive. Amen. And I want to tell you this one also. The healing wasn't in Jesus garment. She could have just said, she could have just simply said, if I just touched the strap on his sandal <laughs> or his left wrist. No, the, the healing was in her faith. I said it was in her faith. But it just rose up in her to release her faith to say, if I, if I could just, if I just touch the bottom of that garment, I'm getting my healing and I'm leaving different because I'm fed up with it. I'm fed up. I'm fed up. Just like Mr. Favor has said many times or Brother Jerry Savelle. Sometimes, you know, you got to just get fed up. Why do we tolerate things that we don't have to? Let's stop it right now in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand. Say, I will, I will. No, longer no longer tolerate, tolerate anything, anything under, the curse. under the curse. You know, why? Why wait? Until it hurts a lot worse before we start praying, you know. I've always said it like this for many years. Pray first, not last. Pray first, not last. Thank you for hanging out and listening to the Terry Minor International Ministries podcast. But before we go, I cannot leave without giving you the opportunity to make the best decision of your entire life which is receiving Jesus Christ into your heart as your Lord and Savior. Repeat after me, let's pray. Dear God, I believe that you sent Jesus to die for me. I believe that you rose him from the dead so that I could be saved. Jesus, I ask you now, come into my heart. Save me. Be my Lord and Savior forever. Now, Jesus, take my life and do something wonderful with it. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. If that was your first time praying that prayer, you can go to our website and write us online at tmim.org. Again, that is tmim.org. And we would love to hear from you and get connected with you. So, I'm Terry Miner Jr. And remember, all things are possible if a person believes. <laughs>